Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of the Intelliki podcast and happy new year 2020 first podcast for the year um, and I'm excited. Uh, we've got some format changes coming uh, this year and I'm hoping that you guys will enjoy and we're going to have a lot more guests but we're still going to be talking shit and tonight we're going to talk about well whatever the fuck I want to talk about. Um we kind of started off the new year on a global kind of downer, obviously. For those of you that don't know, we've had some absolutely horrific bushfires here in Australia. And um, at the same time, America went and started some shit with Iran, which could potentially lead to more chaos in the world, if not war. And I tell you what, the Iranians and the Iraqis, the, those Iranians, they're mad as fuck, dude. They'll they'll give it. To, they'll give it to you. So tonight, I'm just going to be scatting a little bit. Um, I've got some awesome music for you guys, um, some really cool old cool stuff from Bush and Audio Slave and Oasis, so I hope you guys stay with me for the next hour, um, I'm looking forward to it, so I'll play a couple of songs and we'll be back soon.
All right, we're back, and I hope you guys have already started enjoying the music. So, look, let's talk about first things first. These bushfires here. Um, I've spent a lot of time um, on social media, on the internet, uh, watching TV about these bushfires. And one of the key questions that comes up is, could we have done something different? Could we have stopped them, right? And there are those that obviously say, no, dude, it's, it's, you know, it's global warming, it's climate change, you can't do anything about it. There's others that say, yes, yes, we could have, uh, you know, regular burns, etc., etc., etc. I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know shit about combating bushfires. I know if you throw water on a fire, the shit's meant to technically go out. But I do know a lot about preparation. I know about preparation both from my days in the military and from what I do on a day-to-day basis as a security consultant. And the bottom line is that you have what's called a lessons learned um, uh, phase to any kind of incident that you ever have. And part of what that lessons learned process is, is you take all the people that are involved in fighting these incidents and you work out what you did well, do more of that, what you did badly, do less of that, and what the gap is between the two that you need to fill. Now, bushfires have been with us for extremely long periods of time. We've we had Ash Wednesday, Black Saturday, you name it, we've had them, right? And I would have thought that with the advent of, uh, you know, climate change and, and so forth, we would have learned from those to be more prepared, to have bigger planes, to have uh, faster responses and so forth. It The problem is that um, we, our governments and, and our... <clears throat> Our institutions don't seem to learn very well. Now, it's very easy to get mad at Scott Morrison. Um, I know I am, but for totally different reasons than the bushfires. The bushfires are just part of it. But I think that the thing that we really should be getting mad at is the fact that we didn't have the equipment right? We didn't have enough planes. We didn't have big enough planes. We didn't have fast responses, right? We did not have firefighters that were well-equipped and that got paid, that were getting paid, right? So we would have learned, I would have thought that we would have learned that from Ash Wednesday. I would have thought that we would have learned that from Black Saturday, but obviously we haven't. Now, regarding climate change, this is very simple. I don't know enough about the science around climate change, so I'm not going to say whether it's climate change based or not. I will say two things. Thing one is that I don't ever remember being this fucking hot in the 50 years of my life. So something's up there. And number two is this. As a risk advisor, I'm constantly operate on the worst case scenario. So my worst case scenario on climate change is that it's real and that it's only going to get fucking worse. If I turn out to be wrong and it's actually not climate change and it's okay, then guess what? It's all cream, baby. So regarding these fires, 
I don't watch as much because it, it truly breaks my heart to see people um, just have their lives torn apart, be left with nothing, everything that some of them have worked their entire lives. But my advice would be, one, we need to put more pressure through our vote, through our right to speak, as, as citizens of this nation, on our governments for better preparation, for more investment in, into the infrastructure to fight these fires, um, for more support for people that have gone through, through these things. So this is horrific trauma for them. And how you do that, you do that by breaking balls and you do that by using your vote, Right. I could have used this segment to just basically pay out on ScoMo and tell you right out what I think of him, which I can, you know, pretty much in one minute. I think he's a bad person. I don't think he's a bad politician, right? I think he's a fucking bad person. And a lot of people would say, how do you know that? You don't know Scott Morrison. You're right. I base it directly on his actions and I base it directly on on what is being shown to me right? I don't need to know him. I don't need to go and have a fucking beer with him to know that as bushfires were raging, he was fucking hanging out in Hawaii, right? And I had a friend of mine say to me, well, do you think you could do better? And I said to him, I don't know. Maybe not. But I'll tell you this, I wasn't the one fighting my fucking ass off to become prime minister. I wasn't the one making promises that this country was going to come first. And that's the thing that shits me about pollies. Pollies will tell you fucking anything to get your vote, and then they will fuck you. They will bend you over and with no lube over a table, fuck you up the ass until you can park a Volvo in your anus, right? And that's what upsets me about these people. I didn't choose to become prime minister. He did. Therefore, he should have known that if it ever came between a Get getaway sneaky holiday or sitting here and coordinating a response to people's lives being torn apart, he should have gone very, very much with the latter, not the former. So my opinion on Scott Morrison is that he's another shit person which has became a shit politician. I'm going to play some music and we'll be back soon.
we're back. And um, hey, man, is it me? Or at the moment, are we... Do you know what we're like? We're kind of like that guy that walks up to another guy at the pub, right? And says, you're a fucking wanker. Gets punched in the face and gets up and goes, you're a fucking wanker and gets punched in the face and gets up and goes, you're a fucking wanker and gets punched in the face and just does this repeatedly until they can barely stand up. I feel like the world at the moment, you know, we we like to profess that we're the top of the food chain. We like to profess that we're so technologically advanced. Oh, look at the fucking iPhone 8 or the iPhone 10 or whatever. And yet we're so fucking stupid. And these people that are meant to be guiding us and um, leading us and, and protecting us seem to be some of the dumbest fucks on the face of the earth. So let's talk about my favorite impeached president, Bill Clinton. Actually, no, my favorite impeached president is Donald Trump. So as some of you know, uh, Qasim Soleimani, who was like the military second in command for the Iranian um, military, um, who was in essence a fucking shit person as well, right? Um, carried out terrorist attacks. This was not a good guy. This was not a, uh, a religious cleric that had never done anything wrong in his life. This guy was a fucking piece of shit. He was basically assassinated via drone in Iraq uh, this week. Uh, on the behest of DJ Trump. Yeah, you guessed it. Ooh, ooh. And um, so I've been monitoring that situation very well because here's the the, the thing. Um, this could have potentially, this could, this has potentially opened up a serious problem in the Middle East and a serious fucking military uh, war between Iran, the USA, and anyone else that happens to get in the way. Now, I have... Uh, Soleimani was responsible for the killing of an American. Uh, he was responsible for targeting embassies. And so his death, I celebrate. Happy days. What I don't celebrate is being treated like a fuckwit, right? And being told that uh, the reason he was killed was to um, stop an imminent threat yeah, uh, which uh, no additional details are forthcoming from the um, from the White House. And the reason is because they don't have that detail because, as usual, it's just another, you know, another lie from a, a, a an organization from a from a White House that has constantly lied. Um, a bunch of to be honest, a bunch of fucking morons. I've never seen a more stupid, unintelligent, corrupt uh, American. And I thought George W. Bush Jr. was the way to go. Now, um, a lot of people say, well, what's this got to do with Australia? I'm going to tell you what this has got to do with Australia, man. Number one, we are Australian allies. Kasim Suleiman was very... Um, uh, known to use proxies and target um, allies in order to bring pressure onto their primary target, yeah? And um, what that means is that he would attack uh, different um, 
I guess, nations in order to put pressure on them to unalign themselves with the USA, which means that in actual fact, if young Skoto gets all grody and shit and starts puffing out his chest, he may take one in that overpuffed chest as well. Because what happens is America, supposedly the leaders of the free world, and fuck, God help us if they are, basically what what happens there ends up happening here. We end up aligning ourselves with them. And what they have basically done is they have really basically brought everyone into this fight because the Iranians will target Australians. You know, they will target coalition forces. You know, we're, we're seeing more Americans being deployed in the Middle East now from their other posts. And, of course, it, potentially we could be sending some of our own people. Um, and as a veteran, dude, fucking war is shit. We could potentially have our own people being killed. Or, or the same shit that is happening now, wars being started on rumors and bullshit, is what happened in 2003 when shit kicked off in Iraq. And look, we're still in fucking Iraq, although perhaps not much longer because their parliament just... Um, uh, voted on, on getting the Americans out of there. Um, so potentially, Americans could be leaving Iraq as soon as possible. Um, but the, the problem here is that how our world has become is that our, uh, all of our nations are so interchanged, they're so intermixed, intermeshed, that what one does affects many, many others. So to basically say, oh, it's got nothing to do with us, you're kind of being short-sighted. It's got everything to do with us because as allies, we contribute monetarily, we contribute militarily um, to other nations' wars. And we could potentially end up embroiled in something, you know, where our men and women are put in harm's way, where our men and women are killed. Um for someone else's fucking bullshit, potentially for someone else's campaign re-election. And that really, um, that really depresses the shit out of me. So the light that guides the free world America is anything but. Um, this man, Donald Trump, has absolutely positively corrupted, besmirched and destroyed any decent reputation that that country had, and it was already on shaky ground. I cannot believe they went from an Obama, which had his own problems, to a Trump. You know, Americans, you should be fucking ashamed of yourselves. Um, I'm going to play a couple more songs, and we'll be back soon.
All right, kiddies, we are back. And as usual, we're going to do a shout-out to some of our show sponsors. Trucks Restaurants at 533 and Highway, Bomb Beach. Monday nights, Wednesday nights, Palmer night. Thursday nights, Steak Night. Um, somewhere between 20 and 28 bucks, and you get a massive meal and a drink. So go down there, say hi to Jeff and Casey for the new year, and have yourself some awesome food. Ozpetminders at ozpetminders.com.au, your trusted pet care alternative. Call Mr. Spencer today, 048-69738. They do dog walking, pet transport, waste removal, feeding and watering. They administer medications. They bring bins in and out and do security checks if you go away. Everything you need for your pet needs, go to ozpetminders.com.au or call 048-69738. Doopsis.com, my homeboy Ivan at Doopsis.com, web and application development, that's D-O-O-B-S-I-S-S.com. They do new website development, they change existing websites, they do on-page and off-page search engine optimization, they do PHP and JavaScript application development, Uh, they do campaign roadmaps. Absolutely everything you need for your web and application development, go to Doopsis.com, that's D-O-O-B-S-I-S-S.com. And, of course, Cruise PT. That's C-R-U-Z space PT. My little brother, Phil the Cruise. If you've ever wanted to get super fit uh, and learn how to fight without getting punched in the face, he is your man. Uh, Reach out to him on both Facebook and on um, uh, Instagram. He's got some absolutely awesome workouts up there. Tell him uh, his big brother sent you, and he will look after you. So tonight we've been talking about some of the things that have been happening uh, in the world already. And, uh, you know, even though it's only like, you know, the seventh day of the year and, you know, we've had massive bushfires. Um, we've had, Iran, you know, Iran, um, uh, you know, kicking off, shit kicking off between Iran and the USA. And, of course, <clears throat> it looks like... 2020 is just going to kick off um, (coughs) pretty much the same way that 2019 did, only potentially worse. And so I'm not a big believer in uh, New Year's resolutions because I think if something is worth doing, you start doing it today. But I did do some some soul searching about, okay, well, what is it that I want to do this year? And so I wanted to share this with you guys to give you guys some ideas. Um, simplification is probably one of the, one of, one of my targets for this year, and that's to make my life as simple as possible. We have this kind of concept that if for something to be good, it has to be complex and intricate. And in actual fact, that's not the case at all. Nothing has to be complex or intricate to be, to be good. It just basically has to, has to be fit for purpose. And keeping things simple actually helps a lot with management. If something is simple, it's easier to manage. If something is complex, it can break down more. It's harder to manage. So simplifying is one of the things that um, I want to do. And and kind of how I've started doing this is by listing every single activity that I do and taking a look at those that I enjoy the most and those that provide me some some return and what kind of return that is, whether it's mental health, fitness, uh, money, etc. And those that are just basically frivolous, you know, um, not really going to 
do anything. I'm just doing it. It's just consuming my time. And it's not giving me any return. And they're going, right? Make things simple. Less is more. The the second thing um, that I've been thinking about this year is kind of what it is that I want to accomplish. And this is goal setting, right? We should all be setting goals. But I didn't just want to go, well, I want to do this and I want to do, I want to buy this and I want to do this and I want to do whatever. What I did was I broke down my goals into <clears throat> healthy, wealthy and wise. And I kind of went, I want two achievable goals, right? One, in, one to be achieved in six months. So first six months, second six months from a, a health perspective, a wealth perspective, and from a wisdom perspective, right? And the problem with goals is that we sometimes, there's two things that I found with goal setting that I feel that really stops people from achieving goals. One is we have too many of them because we want too much. And the second one is that they're they're usually these incredibly crazy goals. Like I'm going to climb Kilimanjaro, even though I don't even fucking, you know, I, I, I go through the drive-through, I don't even walk up to the counter, right? Um, and so the important thing is to look for things that you're passionate about, right? And invest in those. Um, the other thing is to, you know, keep it to, like I said, one every six months, because six months is achievable. And two um, is is to to make sure that they are achievable, right? They're not these kind of crazy lofty ones. And I will share those with you as soon as I have them finalized. And the third one, as some of you that follow me on Facebook um, have noticed, is I'm going to tell people to go fuck themselves more. And uh, I'll tell you why I'm going to tell people to go fuck themselves more. We're kind of... I am totally against this concept of... um, you know, you should take everyone's opinion on board, right? Everyone's got an opinion. Everyone's entitled to an opinion, but not everyone's opinion is good and not everyone's opinion um, matters. That's the bottom line to you anyway, right? And so I kind of sit there and I went, you know what? You spend so much time listening to people's bullshit. And in some ways you spend so much time appeasing people and putting up with people's stupidity that you're just going to have for your own mental health, Paul, you're just going to have to tell people to go fuck themselves more often. Maybe it won't be those exact words, but you're going to have to do it. And so they're the three key things. Yeah. The three key things that I really want to do this year. So you guys should sit down. You should work out your own shit. Uh, Memento Mori I've spoken about. Remember death right? You have a finite amount of time on this earth, a a finite amount of life, and you could die at any moment. So go out there and squeeze the fuck out of life. I'm going to play a couple more songs and we'll be back soon to close off the show. I'm not afraid of 
And there we have it, people. Our first show for the year. We just had a little bit of a thought process, a little bit of a chat, me and you. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we're going to be doing, a, as I said, there's going to be some changes in the format of the show this year. So stay tuned. I'll let you guys know how that turns out. But um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Go make some plans for 2020. Don't let life get away from you. Don't spend another night on the couch. Be good to yourselves. Um, Be good to each other. Remember who loves you. Uncle Paulie loves you. And um, we'll see you next week. Deuces. Talk of getting old It's getting me down, my love Like a cat in a bag Waiting to drown This time I'm coming down And I hope you're thinking of me you lay down on your side Now the trucks don't work They just make you worse But I know I'll see your face again Now the trucks don't work They just make you worse But I know I'll see your face again But I know I'm on a losing streak As I pass down my old street And if you want to show Then just let me know And I'll sing in your ear again Now the trucks don't work They just make you work but I know I'll see your face again This baby If heaven falls I'm coming to Just like you said
wrote this song five years ago, hoping for peace in the north of Ireland. And things are looking better than ever, so let's hope for peace for Christmas.